Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are talking about Iguazu Falls, the world-famous waterfalls on the Brazil-Argentina border, and we spent a couple of amazing days there this week as we're traveling around Brazil. But this wasn't the first time that we went to Iguazu, and the first time didn't go that well. No, it was a big disappointment, actually. We first went there about nine years ago on an earlier trip, um, mostly around Chile and Argentina. And it turned out to be really foggy, and we couldn't see hardly anything. And the little bit of the falls that we were able to see were really brown and dirty. So not at all the way that I had imagined it and the way that I had seen it in the pictures that I had seen. Right. So we were really excited to go. We just arrived in Argentina, so we went and stayed on the Argentine side of the falls And then we crossed the border and went to the Brazilian side for a day. Like you said, we could hardly see anything. So it was a huge disappointment. And then the next day we went to go to the Argentine side. And in the end, we actually didn't even go in because it was still foggy and we couldn't really see anything. And they told us that the viewpoint, which is called the Devil's Throat, Uh, which is the most famous part of the Argentine side, was closed anyway. Mm -hmm. And so we decided it wasn't even worth it because we were just going to have the same kind of disappointment as we'd had the previous day. And I think we might have waited around at Puerto Iguazú, the town on the Argentine side, for a couple of days, hoping that the weather would get better, but it just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a big disappointment, I have to say, because we had heard so many great things about it. Um... And we didn't really know what we were missing. Like, I remember, you know, walking out on this, they call it the Pasadela, like this um, raised walkway, and you can hear that there's water pounding all around you, but you can't see it. Um, so this time we finally saw it, which was great. <laughs> right. So now we're focused on Brazil for this trip, um, but we decided that we would come down and try again. And it's funny that it's almost exactly the same time of year. So I think we were a little bit worried that maybe the same thing would happen. Mm. And the forecast didn't look that good initially. So we actually delayed it for a couple of days. And so we were in Curitiba and we decided to stay a couple more days there because it looked like it was going to be a bit sunnier later in the week in Iguazu. And that turned out to be a good decision because basically those were the two days that we went to Iguazu were really the only two sunny days that we've had um, this whole week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, we wanted to get it right this time, so we scheduled, you know, moved our schedule around so that we could give ourselves the best opportunity. And it worked, and it was absolutely spectacular. Definitely the best waterfall that I've ever seen, and I think it's probably the best one in the world. Yeah, I think that's generally what people say. We went to Victoria Falls last year, which is um, on the Zimbabwe-Zambia border in southern Africa. And we were there during low season, so there wasn't the same volume of water. Um, dry season, I should say. There wasn't the same volume of water. Um, but we still really liked it, but mm. it wasn't like this. No. <laughs> So there are two sides to it. So the border between Brazil and Argentina is uh, on the Iguazu River, which is basically in the middle of the falls, and there's falls going into that river from both sides. And so the general feeling is that Brazil is the best side to kind of get an overall view of the falls. And then the Argentine side is the better side to get close up to some of the individual falls. Mm -hmm. So we went to the Brazilian side first, and we really liked it. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. 
And so we went back to that same spot and I could, you know, I had these kind of vague memories of, oh yeah, I remember walking out here and like I said, I heard all of this, you know, these sounds of tons and tons of water crashing down around me but couldn't really see it and now I could hear those same sounds. I was standing in the same place but I had this incredible panorama of waterfalls and greenery all around me. And um, yeah, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yep, so we went all the way to the end of the Brazilian side. Basically, once you get into the Brazilian side, there's a bus that takes you to various stops along the way. So we went all the way to the end and we were there quite early and there was basically no one else there. Yeah, because that was another thing we were worried about was the crowds. It does get very crowded. So we specifically avoided the weekend. And um, then, so we would have been there probably early in the week, around a Monday or Tuesday. But then, like you said, we wanted to delay it because the weather forecast looked like it would be better weather later in the week so in the end we were there on a Thursday and a Friday so the Brazil side we were there on a Thursday and um, yeah I think that was a really good call to go all the way to the end because most people get off at the previous stop and they walk along this path this little walking trail um, where you can see the waterfalls as you go along and then you get to that end point uh, where we were at the end of the trail after walking that whole way. But we just took the bus straight there and then we walked the trail backwards. Um, and yeah, there was hardly anyone there. So I really didn't expect that. I thought that we would have to deal with a lot more crowds. Yep, so we had a great day on the Brazilian side. The next day we crossed over to Argentina and visited the falls again. And the first thing we did that day was we took a boat trip on the river mm -hmm. where you go to the base of the falls and you get very, very wet. Yeah, absolutely soaked. There was, yeah, not an inch on my body that was not completely drenched. But that's the whole point of it. It's this yeah. big adventure. They could take you just to get this nice kind of viewpoint of the falls from pretty close and not get wet. Mm -hmm. But the whole purpose of it is that you get soaked and you have fun doing it and they call it a shower mm -hmm. that you're going to get. But yeah, you get absolutely drenched. There's no chance that you, you can avoid that in any way. And so, you know, you have all your, your belongings in a dry bag and you just try to... I don't know, people have different strategies where they wear ponchos or they wear waterproof jackets or some people just don't even bother and they just get soaked and they bring a change of clothes and change later. Mm. Um, but that was amazing. So you go right to the bottom of some of these falls and you're basically right in them. And uh, it's just uh, an incredible ride, really. Yeah, it really was. It's, first of all, a very different perspective. You know, just the view that you have of the falls when you're down on the water level and looking up at them is completely different from any other viewpoint that you have. And, yeah, just the adrenaline rush that you get of being right there in the middle of it. Um, it was... Yeah, that was definitely the highlight of the whole experience for me. Yeah, it was really kind of a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing. And so we weren't sure if we were going to do it uh, because, you know, you have to pay extra and it's, it's a bit expensive, but it really added to the whole experience. It just gave this new perspective. And so I think it was well worth doing, even though we got very, very wet. Mm -hmm. um, so also on the Argentine side, there are some trails that you can walk. And as I said earlier, this gets you really up close to the falls. So again, it's a different kind of view and a different perspective. And that's what makes the whole fall so, so great is that you have all of these different aspects to it and you have some uh, very wide angle kind of views sometimes you're up very close and you get some mist onto you and then as I said you can take the boat and get completely soaked and so you really can spend two whole days there 
mm-hmm. and continue to enjoy it and continue mm-hmm. to see new things or different perspectives as you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's such a huge area. I mean, there are 275 waterfalls. I've I've read different counts, but something around that number. Um, so it's not just one fall. Um, it's it's a whole bunch of different falls in in different areas, and so there's really a lot to see and a lot to explore. Yeah, and we said as we were walking along that even some of the lesser falls, if it was just that one fall by itself in another area, that could be a tourist attraction in itself to go and see this nice waterfall, right? Yeah. Um, but then here there's nearly 300 of them, and some of them are, are much, much, much bigger, more powerful than even than those ones. The other thing that you really liked, especially, were there were a lot of little animals that we saw while we were there. Yeah, that was a great surprise because uh, it is in the rainforest, essentially. And so when you're walking on these trails, there are lots of animals around. The one that you are absolutely guaranteed to see is what's called a coati in Spanish or a quachi in Portuguese. Um, and... It looks kind of like a raccoon, perhaps, and has a big, long, bushy tail and a long, pointy nose uh, that he use, uses to dig in the ground and dig up uh, insects and things. Um, but he also likes human food. They've come very, very accustomed to humans, and so uh, you have to watch out when you're eating around them because they will try to steal your food. Uh, but they're really cute. They're a lot of fun, and we saw other animals that we've never seen before. We had a really fantastic sighting of a toucan, um, and we also saw a cuchilla, which is that's also a Portuguese name. I, I don't know what it, the name is in English because I'd never seen it before until we came to Brazil. Um, yeah, other animals as well, so that was a lot of fun. All right, so finally nine years after our first disappointing experience at Iguazu, we've come back and done it properly, and uh, we're really happy with the experience. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. 